Citizen Critic is a production of iHeartRadio and Double Elvis. Oh, I hit my head on the globe. Uh, his whole point was... Atlas shrugged. <laughs> at the, wow, wow. <laughs> On this episode of Citizen Critic, an Australian review of Ford vs. Ferrari prompts us to workshop some really good accents. A visitor to the Daytona Speedway recalls his glory days playing in a local battle of the bands in the middle of the night during a high-speed 24-hour car race. And we invite you to ponder this question. How do you rate a statue? You're about due for a grease and oil change. This is Citizen Critic. Welcome to another episode of Citizen Critic. I'm Scott Janowitz. And I'm Greg Conley. And today... <laughs> that was really good, Craig. Thanks. I'm trying to change the inflection a little bit. I, uh, I think on the way over here, I'm just like, just say your name normal. <laughs> and I can't do it. I'm like, and I'm Freg Fromley. <laughs> today we're going to talk about Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. A film that I was... Well, just a concept. Yeah, it was foreign to you when it, we when well, we read seems, the Oscar nominations for yeah. Best Picture. You were like, Ford versus Ferrari. It seems silly. It's such an easy answer. <laughs> right. You didn't even know it had been a movie. I, I mean, I yeah, I think I was just finding out for the first time. Um, and then you assumed it was a you know, like a two-hour uh, car race. Yeah. Which is not uh, f- as far from the truth as I thought. No, it's, there's a lot of car <laughs> racing in it. Because I was like, well, it's not a straight-up race. Eh, it's pretty even, much a straight-up race. You liked it, though. The movie. I did. I thought it was really good. I did too. I was surprised about how much I liked it. Yeah. Well, you know, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I enjoyed well it. Well made. Yeah. I enjoyed Riveting. it. Riveting. It was long. It was long. Uh, but I was okay with that. Because, yeah. you know, I, I self edit in my head, I edit out. There'll be, there'll be old scenes that I'll just not. <laughs> Are you really picking pay. up your phone? Uh, no, I generally don't like. I, I do that a lot. Sometimes it'll. I'll just look over because the cat's playing with something. Yeah, it's easy to get. Distracted. I'll like snap out of it. And be like, how long was I looking at the fucking cat? <laughs> how long was I out for? I would like. They're not even. They're done with the twenty-four hour Daytona race. They're moving <laughs> on to the next one. You look up. Cat's just dead. <laughs> I'm dead for a long time. <laughs> oh my god! How long was I under? Good Lord. Uh, yeah, that, especially a movie like this is easy to, uh, yeah, because you just kind of be like, yeah, I get, it. I get, it. I get thing, where it's going. What and, I discovered was I really don't care about cars at all. No, never have. I, I do, I do. I I love beautiful old cars. Um, I say that I do, but I I really genuinely. If I see one in real life, I'm like, oh, right, but I don't feel it. Oh, really? No, yeah, no. I say it. I'm just like, oh, look at that beauty. <laughs> And then, like, I, there's no... Ah, look at that beauty. <laughs> there's no feeling... What do you got there? Four, a 451? There's, there's no company... Because I'll I'll go overboard, you know? Uh, I'll be like, oh, my God, look at that car. Oh, look at the... the t- look at the, Look at the fins. <laughs> yeah. I really fucking ham it up, and then I'm just like, <laughs> I feel nothing for this car. <laughs> At empty all. inside. At all. So anyway, we're going to read a review of... Um, Ford versus... Ferrari. A photo Ferrari, which is today's feature presentation. Feature presentation. Feature presentation. Craig, you found a review of Ford versus Ferrari. Exhaustive research. This is in a publication called the Adelaide Review. Is From it Australian? I down under. Yes. Yeah. Yes. By D.M. Bradley. D.M. Slide right in the DMs. <laughs> Slide it to my D.M. Bradleys. 
Producer-director James Mangold's lavishly detailed and overlong drama about the rivalry between Ford and Ferrari is perhaps <laughs> the most testosterone-drenched movie in recent cinematic history. A, End paragraph one. <laughs> this is this is with the presence of the Fast and Furious series. <laughs> it is not the most testosterone-drenched. Yeah, come on. The John Wick films. Come on, Please. man. There's so much more testosterone out there. Believe me, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. That's <laughs> the most testosterone. Just because there's cars. Mangold, who's best known for big movies about blokes <laughs> from Copland to Logan. Who really laying that Australian on pretty thick. <laughs> blokes. Best known for big movies about blokes <laughs> from Copland to Logan. Uh, uh, not a soft accent. <laughs> the Australian. <laughs> Uh, I could have never been able to do a good Australian accent. <laughs> it does. It wanders. Every once in a while, like creeps in, and I've got it for a minute. And then yeah, it's yeah. Gone. A, it is. Can't. I have no consistency. No, no. It's like <laughs> catching a star. You yeah. can't do it. If I <laughs> listen to somebody and you know, a native speaker for a little bit, I can kind of get into the rhythm of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I always. I, I kind of wake up and I'm just like, I, I, am I speaking German now? Am I speaking with a German? How'd I get here? <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> it's like it is, I'm developing it. It's, I'm workshopping it. I'm workshopping the accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to figure out where this character comes from. Mangold, who's best known, <laughs> best known for big movies about blokes from Copland to Logan. This is going to go poorly if you're going to try to do that. I won't. I'm not going to. <laughs> It's like, how did Scott get Bell's palsy? He was trying to do an Australian accent for 45 minutes. Something seized up. Okay, so uh, Mangold, who's best known for big movies about blokes from Copland to Logan, wanted to make an epic based upon this story for years and nearly got it going a while back with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. <laughs> Which, first of all, two actors known for terrible accents. Oh, God, yeah. Like, who was going to be the British character? Right. Out of those two jamooks. Oof. Oh, my Lord. I'm not going back. I mean, honestly, it would be Brad Pitt doing his, uh, what's the movie, the Madonna's husband, old husband? Guy Ritchie. Oh, Guy Ritchie. That, that's a great accent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But that's the only accent uh, because snatch. It's, it's Snatch. He's doing the Snatch accent because it's the only thing that he's ever been able to do that wasn't <laughs> wildly head-scratching. Instead, we have Matt Damon and Christian Bale in the lead roles, and their clash of performing styles is immediately apparent. Damon's quiet, amiable underplaying and gentle Texan humor might not set the awards circuit on fire in the same way as Bale's, quote, great acting type weight loss, some 70 pounds. Weight loss. I mean, I think he's a great actor, regardless of his uh, Weight Watchers plan. <laughs> ridiculous. Like he just did it because like, he had to. He yeah. gained a lot of weight to play Dick Cheney, which is what he says here. Uh, some 70 pounds after chunking up to play Dick Cheney in Vice. Chunky Cheney. Uh, and showy Cockney accent, but nevertheless. Oh, wait a showy. second. Yeah, it is. Cockney. I have to. Big mea culpa on my part. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I uh, I, rarely have I been quite that wrong. I have to be honest. This is why I pulled this review. <laughs> <laughs> um, showy Cockney accent, but nevertheless, Damon upstages him. Um, okay, <laughs> does he? I mean, oh, I think I they know. both They're do. Both a, great. They both do a fine job. Their antagonistic bromance also recalls Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's manly devotion in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, I, I don't understand why this is such a thing. Where it's like you know. Two older gentlemen that are like stories of friendship of two older gentlemen. And there's no antagonism between Brad Pitt and DiCaprio in that movie. They're no, just friends. There's, there's anything Thick but. Thick as thieves. Yeah. As does the gorgeous attention to period recreation from the 60s fashions and hairdos to the boardrooms and carpets to the Coke bottles and supposedly sexy cars themselves. Supposedly. <laughs> Come on. So you're going to take the task Antique cars? <laughs> yeah. In this review? Back in 1963, <laughs> Ford Motor Company Vice President Lee Iacocca proposes purchasing the struggling Ferrari company to Henry Ford II, 
a man who doesn't want to divert from what he sees as a winning American formula because James Bond is, quote, a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> he realized he was fictional. He's a degenerate. He's a degenerate. Sir, uh, the deuce. <laughs> Fucking miserable bastard. Yeah, I mean, like all the guys that report to him call him the deuce. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure it was done with plenty of irony. I think it was only Matt Damon and Bale who call him. Uh, no, I thought Iacocca called him. Did he? I don't know. Again, I was probably watching my cat. <laughs> you love this movie. I am slave, <laughs> slave to the details. Um, and as it's virtually stated outright, he's a racist and refuses to deal with Italians. <laughs> it's true that he's a racist. I don't know that he refused to deal with the Italians. They turned down the offer. Yeah, he doesn't want to deal with him personally. Right. He sends. I yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's more of a power trip than anything else. Just kind of. Yeah, like, I think the Fords were were like pretty well known racists, though. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, he got that treating part. those as two separate things. Right. <laughs> Enzo Ferrari goes with Fiat instead, after cursing the Yanks via an interpreter. So, an enraged Ford orders the building of a car to defeat Ferrari at the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and the company is forced to enlist Shelby Automobiles owner Carol Shelby, Damon, and his controversial pick as right-hand man, Ken Miles, Bale. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Bale did a great anything job. Anything else to add to that? <laughs> I don't know. That seemed like... That's why he's the best color man in the business, folks. <laughs> Uh, that was just a straight up outburst <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you listening to me I, I, <laughs> do you have a separate earphone in are you listening to something else I have earbuds under the headphones <laughs> uh, alright well if there's nothing else I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna, I'm gonna reel this line back in <laughs> okay um We've already been lengthily introduced to Shelby and Ken by this point, with the former scene winning Le Mans in 1959, accidentally being set on fire for a moment That's and then compelled to retire due to heart problems. Great scene. He gets out of the car. It's they're a little filled. confusing. I'm like, when did that happen? I was like, is that a flash forward for a while? Because oh, I was like, I didn't no, know, I didn't know what happened. Went in the wrong direction. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, but when the movie started, I was like, where is this? Right. Where does this sit? And Ken depicted as a racing driver with lots of audience-pleasing disrespect for authority and severe issues with the IRS. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because I read that and I know that there were issues with the IRS because there was one scene where the IRS showed up at his house. Yeah. He, uh, the garage. They shuttered the garage. They shuttered the garage, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Serious issues, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they close your business, I guess that's pretty serious. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I'm not a tax attorney, but yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I <laughs> I sort of paid attention to that initial part. Because <laughs> yeah. it was like, you know, yeah, he owns a garage, but he's like kind of a famous uh, driver. You get the impression, at least in the first scene in the garage, that like, you know, he's just kind of, he's got this garage, but his real yeah, thing he does, is, yeah, that's not is, his, is the racing. Right, right, right. Like he owns a business because he likes kind of working on cars. Right. And, you know. Yeah. But he's just the he doesn't expert. need to do it. No. You know, he's a, but that's not the case. Several years pass. The film's chronology is a touch unclear. Smarmy Ford senior <laughs> vice president Leo Beebe takes over this racing division. The guys spar and posture and snarl at each other amid oodles of wobbly <laughs> exposition. Oh. And we build to the 1966 Le Mans. Exposition. A final act sequence which seems to last as long as the 24 hours of the event's title. I don't think that scene goes on for too long. I think the race is a good depiction of, uh, I don't know, I don't go to motor races. Like yeah. Races. No, I mean, it's a 24-hour race. They have to give you some per, um, some proportion of right. time. To show that it's like 20, that's a long time, yeah. 24 hours. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine watching a car race for 24 minutes. And it's not like, 24, you know, it's like, you know, whatever. Fucking dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. I was. This is the most I've enjoyed a car race, like this movie. Oh sure. So, yeah, God, I gave it a chance. I just don't care about cars no. or race or car racing. But I do think it's more interesting. It's like very the, interesting when it's fictionalized, and you know, you yeah. see the drivers. Yeah, yeah. And, 
like like Mon- the Formula One stuff though, Edited like for you the Mon- Monte Carlo. Yeah, like those races are more interesting when they're like racing through a city. That's fun. Oh yeah, okay. you know, sure. And I think that's what the twenty four hour Le Mans is. It's a little more. That was the other thing that was hard to follow. The track, the track of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It just goes through like a town. In the beginning, it's like country roads. You know, whatever. Yeah. I guess the concept of laps was the confusing part for me. I was like, if they're not on a track. Oh, you thought he was just driving for 24 <laughs> I it was like hours. the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. It's tough to get the fan base down for that one. <laughs> yeah, just fucking. No. Just tearing ass <laughs> yeah, yeah. 180 miles an yeah. hour through small French villages. 24 hours. <laughs> drive from Providence, Rhode Island to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. <laughs> we'll time you. Go. Traffic. <laughs> fucking fucking traffic. This race is so uh, boring. The fucking tolls. He's at the tolls again. <laughs> and yet, director Mangold and his three credited screenwriters. Mangold. That sounds like an Austin Powers villain. You're crazy, <laughs> Mangold. <laughs> what a name. What a last name. He directed. Uh, My last name's Conley. His last name's Mangold. Mangold. Fucking wins again. <laughs> Such a better I last name. Uh, I wonder if he's getting, when he's getting a blowjob, <laughs> he just shouts out, Mangold! <laughs> Mangold and his three credited screenwriters almost keep the proceedings exciting and suspenseful enough, even if you've already Googled what actually happened and who won. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoil it for yourself that's that's a typical critic right there yeah i could watch the movie for which i'm getting paid to do yeah and give my opinion on it <laughs> but i'm not gonna wait to the end i'm gonna google it before i even walk into the theater yeah this guy's like thanks dude this movie sucked i knew the whole thing <laughs> after 15 minutes <laughs> okay. i like that you are passionate about the art of movie making <laughs> Even if you're like me and <laughs> fast forwarded to the ending first. <laughs> Not a motor racing biopic for people who can't stand motor racing biopics like Ron Howard's more successful Rush. This is awfully hung up on the often sweaty guys and the much <laughs> fetishized cars. Yeah. But, well, of course it is. And what did you expect? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my bad, I guess. I love that he says, he starts What did you a, expect? He starts his ended with, this is not the, what does he say? Not a motor racing biopic for people who can't stand motor racing biopics. Well, I mean, if for, that's, what might be? And how many motor racing biopics are there? <laughs> well, there's Rush. There's two. And there's Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder is not a biopic. Oh, it's not a bi- Oh, you're right. I missed one of the ingredients. I presume Rush is. I missed one of the ingredients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, well, of course it is. What did you expect, asshole? <laughs> Motor racing bio. Yeah, fucking prick. <laughs> hey, this is queer. It's a motor racing biopic. <laughs> Honestly, I went to German. I, I started out in a Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I started. I completely ended up almost German on that. Jeez. <laughs> For a second, <terrible>. What <laughs> Wow. Listeners, I think this is going to be a running theme. Bad accents. <laughs> so if you haven't figured that out already. <laughs> Not intentionally. And be assured that I've cut quite a bit <laughs> from these previous episodes. <laughs> heavily. Heavily of, of heavily. some pretty rough accents <laughs> from me. Uh, and at 152 minutes, it's way too damn long. Meaning right. that by the end, it won't just be the vehicles that need a grease and oil change. That's gross. What are you saying? What, <laughs> what happened? Kind of, what kind of treatments do you need? <laughs> you absolutely need to keep your body functioning. <laughs> hey, come grease me. <laughs> Gotta put me up on the lift. <laughs> <laughs> I checked the plugs uh, while I'm, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. How do you say that in Australian? Check, check the plugs while you're, I can't do it. <laughs> that was actually South African. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a little yeah, South yeah. African. It was. Interesting. I'm just imagining this guy has like his own weird idea of like a full body lube and oil change <laughs> where he's just like, oh, what I want you to do is take this Q-tip, dip it in Vaseline, clean out my pee hole really good. <laughs> every and that's what I want Every 150 minutes. <laughs> fucking clean my shit Absol- out. I want you to power wash my entire body. 
Don't skimp on the undercarriage. <laughs> Get in the folds. <laughs> all right, Mr. Bradley, you're all set. <laughs> Show me the dipstick. Put grease, your <laughs> grease and a world change. <laughs> Slide your Get pinky finger <laughs> under under my man boobs. <laughs> And then I want you to smell it and Just tell me what it smells like. Squeegee me off every 150 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get the grease out. That is. <laughs> I've been idle too long. <laughs> you got to put me through the ringer. <laughs> I got stalactites. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, Viva La Australia. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the review. Dun dun dun! Bad place ending, Greg. <laughs> well, we uh, we didn't write the review. The guy chose to, he chose to end it with. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Okay, let's read some citizen critic reviews of the movie Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> this is an IMDb review called First Time I Have Left a Cinema by Luke Lloyd 28. I was born there and I stayed there for the last 35 years. <laughs> this movie drove me from the cinema. <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> My eyes are burning. That's light. <laughs> it, Luke Lloyd is like, Keanu in the Matrix. <laughs> Why don't my eyes work? You've never used them. <laughs> You've been in a cinema your whole life. I want a list of every movie Luke Lloyd 23 has seen in a theater. That this I think is he has the seen one. every movie. He lives in a cinema. <laughs> he's seen literally every and movie that since he's that's, been born. That's, yeah, that's my bad. Well, at 30 years of age, this was the first time my partner and I have ever had ever walked out of a cinema before the movie had finished. 30 years of age. He had a good run. As a petrol head, I should... <laughs> As a petrol head, I should have loved this film. What petrol the fuck head, is a huh? petrol head? Let's think about that for a second. Petrol head. Petrol head. It's a, li <laughs> it's a liquid. Uh, yeah, I guess that's like motorhead. Like, yeah, they call themselves petrol heads. At least the motor is a solid item that can actually be a head. <laughs> Petrol's just fucking liquid. As a gear crotch, I should have loved this film. A <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> piston dick. <laughs> As a fellow piston dick. <laughs> I know the story. I have seen the documentaries. I have watched the old films. An actor I had been working with mentioned it to me a year previously. Oh, he's an actor. Hello, sir. <laughs> he might be a DP. Acting. An actor <laughs> I was working with, yeah. Or food service. Key grip. <laughs> As he had landed a supporting role. I was excited by the prospect of a new film for motorsport fans such as myself. Mm -hmm. After seeing the Petro trailer. Petrol head. Petrol head. Motorsports. Yeah. After seeing the trailer, I remained excited, oh. yet slightly nervous about the handling of it. <laughs> Sir, you have an anxiety problem. Why would this a guy's film... invested. It's like... Invested I'm emotionally. I'm still excited, but I am I'm anxious about it. <laughs> I just... Uh, I worry. I really need this entertainment. When it comes down to it, I worry. I'm a petrol head. <laughs> I got a lot riding on this movie. <laughs> After the first 20 minutes, I turned to my fiancé and stated, quote, quotes himself, this had better improve, end quote. What are you yelling at her for? She didn't this do anything. This better get better. <laughs> Honey, I didn't make the movie. Look at you. Are you enjoying this? I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> God damn. I bet the people sitting behind them were like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> This better improve? Who is she? Is she someone? <laughs> Golly, man. Is that the director? <laughs> Who fucking put a match to Petrol Head over there? Is he going to hurt her? We got to fucking do something. Her response was, honey, I don't know what you want me to do about it. I hope it improves too. 
<laughs> Golly. It's better, getting better. Are you talking to me? I, I hope to, not, sir. Swear to Christ. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> After 45 minutes, I was ready to leave. <laughs> we stayed for an hour as we had bought drinks and oh. hoped things would improve. Oh, yes. <laughs> this better get better. <laughs> She was like, maybe we should get out of the darkened theater. <laughs> I'm going to get you another drink. Let's go where there's light. Just this, relax. It seems to be more of a trigger than a movie. <laughs> but there was simply no way I was going to make it through the full runtime of this movie. I can't do it. Get up. <laughs> what? We're going. <laughs> We're going. Finish your drink. <laughs> like he makes it seem like it's drinks. I'm sure it wasn't a Manhattan. Was it like a Sprite? <laughs> like an extra large Sprite? <laughs> drinking glass. <laughs> yeah. Fucking full on martini glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just got our drinks. We're going to hang out until then and go. Big margaritas with salt. IMDB, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hear about this. <laughs> The writing and direction is just so cliche and cheesy. I am deeply disappointed by this movie. <laughs> I expected far more from everybody involved. <laughs> from everyone involved. Yeah, this must be somebody <laughs> who works in the movies. Uh, like, yeah. I am disappointed yeah. and I am about to name you each. <laughs> My buddy, Roger, who was uh, pedestrian three on the street scene. <laughs> Graphic FX Team 7. <laughs> He gave you everything. Skywalker light and sound. <laughs> <laughs> this movie owes me. <laughs> Visually, it's okay to look at as it has the budget of a Hollywood blockbuster. <laughs> but yeah. beyond that, you'll be watching much of it through gritted teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you have such <laughs> anger issues. Sorry. Get gook. Hold on. <laughs> Honey, just go we, outside. I'm staying here. I happen to be enjoying impotent it. rage. Yeah. <laughs> I said, but oh, stop it. That's it. That's how he ends it. That's You'll it. You'll be watching much of it through gritted teeth. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> So, you know, buy a mouth card. You want to buy, I'm a dentist. This guy's well. dentist is like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Are you you know how I like motorsports. <laughs> are, you, are you safe at home? <laughs> what uh, happened to your teeth? They're my passion. <laughs> Just nubs remaining. Exposed nerves. I love motorsports. It's my it's my passion. Even now, your mouth is filled with powder <laughs> from, from your ground teeth and fillings. It just it looks like powder. Chris Rock in the New Jack City. New Jack City. He's fucking white powder, <laughs> but it's not crack. It's tooth. Dusty old tooth. <laughs> Floored versus Ferrari. <laughs> oh, the guy watches a couple documentaries. <laughs> I'm a pitch roll head. <laughs> okay, second one. <laughs> Same as the first. This one's called Bad Movie. The documentary was far superior. Uh, this is by The Bricks 17. <laughs> the Bricks. Lay it down. The Bricks. Hey, The Bricks 17 coming at you. Just laying it down. <laughs> Giving you that the straight is, dope on Ford versus Ferrari. That is not a good nickname for The Bricks. <laughs> Just heavy shit. Back in two minutes with The Bricks 17. <laughs> Hey, what's your screen name? The Anchor. I just drag everything down. I bricks. <laughs> the bricks. Are the you? anvil. <laughs> <laughs> this is one star, just like the last one. One star. Really low effort. Made by committee fair. With no soul here. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. Sorry. Yeah. It's the bricks, man. <laughs> it's just how it is. <laughs> I haven't read this review, but please 
tell me this review ends with hit the bricks. <laughs> I'm sorry, it does not. But Come you know what? On. For you, that's how I'll end. Oh, uh, thank you. Absolutely hated Christian Bale's character and his family. <laughs> and his family. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We don't go after the families here. The kid was cute, man. It was a nice little, you know. His, like, loving, <laughs> yeah. supportive, smart, or does he strong his, wife does and he his super charming, yeah. unobtrusive, adorable child. Yeah. Oh, bricks. Bale played a Brit loudmouth with a temper. His wife and kid played stereotypical posh Brits with a heart of gold and zero personality. <laughs> stereotypical. First of all, I feel like posh Brits get the opposite reputation. Right. <laughs> they all came across as phony. What's acting? <laughs> so every character in this movie seemed like they were playing their modern day selves. All you saw was Christian Bale and, <laughs> and Matt Damon just hanging out. Part of your brain misfired that you are unable to be entertained by drama because you just see it for what is actually. Yeah, yeah. It's like that weird setting on new TVs. This is not, this is not really happening. <laughs> that weird yes, setting that yeah, makes yeah, everything motion, just look. Motion smooth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Damon basically plays himself. <laughs> He's from Cambridge, he looks Massachusetts. just like Matt Damon. He's Cambridge, Massachusetts. He's blonde, and I think Matt Damon's an actor. He, that I is, I think it's him. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's him. I think it's Matt Damon. He does not play. <laughs> Just in the theater. That is Matt Damon. How do you all not see this? And we're like, yes. He's a famous actor. <laughs> What's wrong with oh, you? This poor guy, man. <laughs> Almost like he walked off the Bourne set and put a cowboy hat on. <laughs> He's also that guy. <laughs> Have you seen those movies? Those guys don't exist. It's Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. He's trying to fool you. Do you see? He's trying to fool you. Oh, you fucking dummies. Not going to pull the wool over my eyes, Matt Damon. I know it's you. I know it's you in every Dragged one of, of the these theater. goddamn movies. <laughs> <laughs> the Brick 17! Remember that name, Matt Damon! Bam! That was the extent of his attempt to play Carol Shelby. He just he went Emerald on us. Kablawi! Bam! Like I'm adding spice to food. Bam! Matt Damon kicking it up a notch. <laughs> that was the extent of his attempt to play Carol Shelby, a cowboy hat. Total <laughs> joke. Okay. I wouldn't have paid him a dollar to play this role. <laughs> well, that's why you didn't get the film made, sir. <laughs> By the way, I'm casting a remake for this movie right now. So if you're interested in playing Matt Damon, playing... <laughs> it's called Matt Damon, con artist. It's a sting. <laughs> Citizens arrest! <laughs> Citizens arrest Matt Fraud, Damon! Matt Damon. Fraud, Matt <laughs> Damon. Fraud. Total joke. It wouldn't have been a dollar. They really could have found someone better. <laughs> the movie was an hour too long. Precisely. <laughs> one hour. One hour. 60 minutes. <laughs> it was dumbed down for the Thanksgiving dinner crowd. <laughs> My family? Huh, interesting. <laughs> what? I appreciate it because none of us watch motorsports. I, when I say mo when I say the word motorsports, it's the most unnatural thing that comes out of my mouth. It's like Mitt Romney. <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, I'm gonna, you're going to see some athletics today? <laughs> <laughs> it is the most. That's not what anyone oh, calls it. I enjoy it. sports. I love motorsports. I enjoy sports. Do you like motorsports too, sir? Go Amelia <laughs> Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> Race, fight, uh, win. Cracking contest. <laughs> <laughs> it was dumbed down. I don't understand this reference. What's the Thanksgiving crowd. Dumbed down for the Thanksgiving dinner crowd. I think he's actually talking about my his, family. His family, his own family. Yeah, like the people that come to Your Thanksgiving. Family. and <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner, which I haven't been invited to in five years. <laughs> Maybe. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you watching this? <laughs> this is fiction. Uh, if you didn't see the documentary, you wouldn't know what was going on. There was really. Well, I didn't see the documentary. I, 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 I followed it. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I ask you about something in the film, you, you claim you claim ignorance. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I really enjoy the Ford I Motor Company. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is movie? I thought it was Toyota versus Ferrari. Corolla <laughs> <laughs> versus Tacoma. <laughs> There really was nothing about the engineering that went on with making the car. What? There really was nothing about the engineering that went on. Okay, I think I get it. The whole movie was about the engineering that went into the car. No, there was nothing about it, Greg. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> well, what does he want? Specs? <laughs> Just 20 minutes of blueprints and specs. He's in his garage, like, building a, a muscle car. Just like... <laughs> What next? Christian, this is not a how-to Chris, film. Christian Bell definitely goes into just like, you know, white distribution's off. Yeah, that Chris, was a terrible thing. No, that was pretty good. Terrible. You know that Christian Bale can actually probably disassemble and reassemble a car <laughs> preparing for this role. Yeah. He can build a mansion. <laughs> they dropped him into a, the middle of an auto repair shop in Mongolia. Yeah. He's like Tony Stark in, in the beginning of Iron Man. <laughs> He built that shit from scraps uh, yeah. found in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christian Bale. Uh, Give him an award. Method acting, man. It was all about Carol Shelby and Ken Miles. Can you imagine? <laughs> that was, it was about the people. That was a bit about This movie, after all of that, after being called Ford versus Ferrari, it was about two people. Oh, I thought it was going to be like Cars, where yeah. a Ford and a Ferrari are the main characters, yeah. and they just talk to each yeah. other. Though. One of them's got kind of a drinking problem. <laughs> I can't recommend the movie. It was terrible. Sorry. The documentary is far superior. This was just bad. Oh, by the way, hit the bricks. <laughs> oh, thank God it came back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, here's some more. These are not IMDb reviews, but rather reviews of the Daytona International Speedway oh. Tours. This is by Richard Gibbs. Dick Gibbs. Dick Gibbs on TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor. Two out of five. You asked for it, America. This guy gave it a two. Great if you like RV parking lots. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, this one is going to be harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over. This is gonna hurt. This is gonna. <laughs> this is gonna be rough. It's gonna be chafing. Trip advisor. Oh God. Let me just give you this piece of slap of wood to bite down on. You don't want to chew on that. Yeah. You're not gonna want to swallow your tongue. <laughs> this one's gonna be harsh. All right. If you have small children, <laughs> tell them to leave the room. Send them away. <laughs> if you want them to respect you. As a parent, I'm gonna leave the room because I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> Dick Gibbs is here. Dick Gibbs is here. I am from Daytona, he says. When I was a teen, my best friend's dad was the lead sports writer <laughs> for the Orlando Sentinel. Oh, the biggest paper in the area. Well, I didn't realize you were part of the royal family of Daytona, <laughs> sir. I am officially a Sentinel. <laughs> Charged Just, with guarding the journalistic integrity of the brag. greater Orlando area. I don't want to brag. <laughs> and would routinely give us press passes, which gave us free reign of the place during races. That doesn't seem right. That seems during races. Irresponsible. <laughs> Can we cross? No, you should never cross. Don't. <laughs> the, Where are you going to go? Fucking changing tires. <laughs> Working <on> hydraulics. <laughs> oh, wait, he said when he was a kid. Who's that kid in the pit? He's good. Let's I was a... born and raised on a Daytona track. <laughs> Get that kid off the track. He's with the Sentinel. There's nothing we can do. They he's have a, so much pull. He's a Sentinel. We even went into the pits, sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> Although not right on the track where the crews were working. Was there secondary There's pits? Secondary. <laughs> we were the... literally in pits. <laughs> we were in from previous crashes on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, the oil has to drain somewhere. That's just, where we, yeah, were. we were. Just, we were underneath the, the track. Pits, I mean, like La Brea Tar. <laughs> <laughs> I went through puberty with that boy in those pits. <laughs> they were, they didn't. We'll always have the pits. <laughs> I got to meet a lot of the drivers. 
I'm not a huge race fan by any stretch, but I did enjoy <laughs> those privileges and wandering all nah, over. <laughs> you just enjoyed privileges. Yeah. yeah. A couple of years later, my high school rock band was invited. Oh boy. Yeah. Was invited to participate in a battle of the bands contest that took place on the infield <laughs> late into the night during the 24 hours of Daytona. Invited to participate. A 24 hour <laughs> battle of the bands that's run simultaneously 100%. to a Daytona 100%. <laughs> speed race. <laughs> You might, so we get invited by uh, a certain, a fucking thing. certain thing called the Flyer, <laughs> and perhaps you remember my high school jam band, <laughs> Fluffer Not a Peanut Wagon, <laughs> rocking into the deep night of the Daytona we 24 hours. several CDs. <laughs> How do you conduct a battle of the local rock bands. It's uh, to me presumably it, not a stadium sized system. Sound it sounds, system. It sounds to me like Fluffer Not a Peanut Wagon yeah. did kind of ended the the talent portion of the night. <laughs> We're like, you know what? We're just gonna rock on in. Yeah. Uh point is I do have some history here. <laughs> <laughs> You've, have you seen my picture in the <laughs> Race Legends is. Club? So I don't give a crap about car racing at all. <laughs> but my high some. school jam band played in that infield. Suffice to say. Three o'clock in the morning on 24 Hours of Daytona, <laughs> where fucking 25,000 insane people sat and watched cars yeah, go in a circle just, for 24 hours. in their minds. Fucking fluffing on her peanut wagon. It's just, just rocking it out. into the yeah. hypnosis. Everyone's exhausted. All the other bands are exhausted. We'll win this. It's just all part just of the fucking psychedelic haze of watching cars going to yeah. circle for hours. Inhaling gasoline, yeah. Fucking narcotic drug. Like, who's winning? I don't know. It's fucking cars going in a circle. We are well. We are all one car. <laughs> the green one looks like it keeps going faster, but <laughs> snap out of it. <laughs> Point is, I do have some history here, and nobody I spoke to during this interminable ninety-minute quote all access tour. New oh. squat about the history of the place. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of racing, but I know the history. Of the I love that he was way. like, do you remember the Battle of the Bands from 1978? Little <laughs> band called Fluff and Utter Peanut Wagon. Yeah, VIP here. Um, <laughs> it's weird to be on this about, side of the ropes. I got to be honest. It's weird to be. About the bands that have jammed here. Yeah. Well, can you tell me about them? The only reason I went was to entertain a friend who had never experienced a race or anything like this place. <laughs> she enjoyed it. Me, not at all. <laughs> she enjoyed it. Me, not at all. I asked our tour guide, and mercifully can't remember her name. <laughs> what the fuck? Why would it be painful for me to remember her name? Mercifully. She was a fucking nightmare. Oh, I'm so angry. I am so angry. <laughs> she tortured us. You also do user movie reviews as well. <laughs> How are your teeth? Let me see those nubs. Yeah. <laughs> I asked her if she knew what had happened to the names of the famous racers. Let me that ask you, tour guide. Do you remember what happened in the famous... Battle of the Bands in the 1978. Hey, uh, yeah, just a couple of words for you. 78 Battle of the Bands, go. Great bunch of guys. We did Cripple Creek. <laughs> for was, six hours. <laughs> Our bass player was actually crippled at the end of it. <laughs> just mouth harp injuries. We had to sub out like the drivers. It was <laughs> When I get off of this speedway You know where I'm gonna go Straight into I mean, the Mississippi River Cause I want to drown myself <laughs> if, if that's true The tour guide should know about that show <laughs> Yeah was, Oh my god You're him <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've come back genuinely. <laughs> I didn't think they would survive I do, that. I do show. recognize you. You're from that, that band. <laughs> Fall for another peanut butter. Fall for another. You were not supposed to be here. You, you were never supposed to come back. <laughs> no one can jam like you should. Not jam like that ever, <laughs> sir. 
All your other bandmates went insane. <laughs> what? How did you make it? Just roaming around the garden with Sid Barrett. <laughs> Just. They're buried on the infield. <laughs> Begged to be killed. I asked her if uh, she knew what had happened to the names of the famous racers that had been writ very large on the walls of the turns. Fireball Roberts, anyone? <laughs> I think it's self-explanatory. <laughs> what like happened to Fireball Roberts? <laughs> I don't think there's any explanation necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Fireball Roberts. That's the worst name for a race car driver. <laughs> what could have happened? Whatever happened to old Fireball Roberts? <laughs> well, rewind it, rewind it half a second. What was the first word you said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking oh, hell. fireball. Whatever happened to him? I died. died horribly. Do you know what an adjective is? <laughs> this is where we diagram the sentence and I explain to you what an adjective might be. <laughs> it's a descriptor. <laughs> Fireball Roberts, anyone? Yeah. Yeah, we remember him. <laughs> it was hard to forget. <laughs> That's why we took his name down. It was too painful. It's like a Confederate statue. Like, come on, man. We've moved past it. It's not funny to laugh about Fireball Roberts anymore. <laughs> It's like the name of a racer from the 20s. <laughs> oh, Fireball. Oh, Fireball Roberts. <laughs> they say his ghost still walks the infield. <laughs> oh, good old Jackknife Jacobson. <laughs> yeah, no, we know how he died, probably. <laughs> you remember him as Steve Roberts. He didn't earn that nickname until oh, yeah. uh, something happened. Until he was well charred. <laughs> he was. That was uh, her answer was that. That was before her time, so she didn't know anything about that. Mercifully, I, that I, was I, I wasn't alive a hundred years ago. I don't, I don't know anything about that, sir. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, carefully constructed the, answer. The man that was cooked alive on this racetrack. What <laughs> why, can you tell me about why him? Why have you not memorialized <laughs> the spectacular finish of <laughs> Steve Roberts? It wasn't his name that was on the side. It was actually his torso that was burned into. <laughs> On the side of the Jersey barrier on the side of the racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a bad kind of a bad memory. Fireball Robertson around. <laughs> it was a night just like tonight. <laughs> Why? This is the anniversary. <laughs> Fireball Roberts. Even if he was still alive when he got the nickname, I'd be like, don't fucking call me that, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a race car driver. <laughs> Guys, I'm a race car driver. Oh, Do you not see the problem hey, with this nickname? Tragic accident Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's oh, uh, Doctor killed a patient on the operating table, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I really wish you would yeah. not call me by that. That is, seems like a very <laughs> ominous, inappropriate nickname. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking fireball reports. That was before my time. I He's... don't know anything about that. <laughs> but there was a look of horror in her eyes. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> and then she went still for a full 45 seconds. Staring into the distance. <laughs> what she did seem to know a lot about was the capacity of the RV parking lots and the depth of the man-made lake in the middle of the track. No mention of old fireball. Okay, Greg, here are some reviews of the Dale Earnhardt statue at Daytona Raceway. Yeah. Charles G. says, it's a statue, is the title of this review. Okay, I saw the statue. Why rate a statue? Nicer than some, not as nice as others. <laughs> Pretty good likeness. I don't think he was as tall as the statue. <laughs> How do you rate a statue? End of review. <laughs> How do you rate a statue? I, mean, I leave you with this question, <laughs> friends. Just so you know, 
Most statues are bigger than the people they depict. You he keep, wasn't that big. No, just keep walking. I don't think he was made of metal like that. <laughs> I think he breathed. <laughs> I thought he breathed. He breathed. <laughs> totally breathed. I thought he was a breather, Dale Earnhardt Sr. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> I'll let's just do a sign-off. Um... Hey, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Who's that? Buddy, it's time to sign off. That's our show. <laughs> that is That's our Ford show. versus Ferrari. Yeah. Ford won. No, no. Yes. They did not win. Hard one. No. They did? No. Shelby. I watched the Moto Motorsports one. And Henry Ford the third, second. <laughs> the deuce. The truth. Not the, the turd. Not the turd. Not the, the deuce. <laughs> the turd cherry. <laughs> uh, the third, the second uh, got what he wanted. He put up the money. He was Ford on the cars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are now legendary Ford yeah, cars, yeah. despite the fact that he didn't really do anything. Are they? They're legendary? Yeah, the GT cars. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, 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 fucking I'll, I'll take your word for it. I really was. just like, what cars did Ford <laughs> make that this could possibly be about? Yeah. Is that like, the oh, Vestiva? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it the Vestiva? That, is, well, they race in the Vestiva. <laughs> yeah, they won. You were wrong in the end. Ferrari <laughs> did not win. Right. Sorry. No, no. In the in the in the course of history, Ford is known as a better car company than Ferrari. You're right. They well, um, Ford wins. <laughs> Ford wins. <laughs> Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Leave a rating and review if you're able to. Yes. Please. At least leave a rating. All you got to do is click the stars. Click right. five stars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you, I do it if all you, the time, but it's not taking a minute anymore. <laughs> it keeps rem- it, you're right. I, I keep like it doesn't look like I've I've voted on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I keep I clicking keep. it, and it's like nope. Yeah, not you. I'm like one star, one no, star. We one don't want to hear from you. <laughs> one star. Yeah. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. See you. Citizen Critic comes to you from Double Elvis and is executive produced by Jake Brennan of Disgraceland. It was created by Jake, Greg Conley, and me, Scott Janowitz. I also composed and recorded the music, and I engineer and edit the show. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.